Hello, listeners. Welcome back to the Reclaimed Podcast. For those of you that do not know me, my name is Ashley, and I am sitting here with my beautiful co-host, Sydney. What's up? And we have an extra special surprise for you today. We are here with our beautiful blonde girl, Bella Solens. Yay! Yay! Hi, Bella. What do you want to tell our listeners? I want to tell our <laughs> listeners that, oh my gosh, this is such an honor. And I look up to you guys in so many ways. Yeah. And it's just cool to be able to all, I don't know, meet together and yeah. talk about Jesus and the different ways that, you know, he's refined and shaped yeah. our views of things. Yeah. And I'm excited to get into that. We're going to yeah. get into that with a pretty cool topic today. Um, but before that, oh, I have yes. to say that the national day of today <laughs> is in fact... Well, there's actually two. I got to choose which one, so I'll give both. Oh, pick your poison. The first one is <laughs> National Blueberry Pancake Day. <laughs> wow! Oh and the God. second one is National Kazoo Day. <laughs> like the wee wee wee. I don't <laughs> So it's not just pan- it's not just National Pancake Day. It's blueberry pancakes. Blueberry, blueberry, blueberry <laughs> pancake and kazoo day. I love kazoos. What about um, a huckleberry pancake? Oh, oh! Now we're reminiscing. I don't Gosh. see. We can't go down this rabbit hole. No. My huckleberry ladies, we love you. Yeah, we love you. But as you probably saw in the um, title of this episode, that we're doing it on the difference between feminism and femininity. Mm-hmm. Um. Of course, that mainstream society has a good connotation to the word feminism. Yeah. And as Bella's going to go into, that the main sole premise of feminism is actually a very good thing. Like, we're not here to be like, hey, don't be a feminist. No, we're not saying that. We're saying God has ordained women to fulfill certain roles Mm -hmm. and mainstream feminism... Yes. sometimes gets us farther from yep. the purpose that God has created women to be. Absolutely. In. And Bella, we want to highlight you for why we wanted you to do this, because Bella does have a story of like the way that she had seen the world versus when she like got closer to the Lord mm-hmm. and started pouring into what does scripture say about yep. my role as a woman, yep. about the nuclear family, all of yes. that. Like we saw just a huge shift in you. Mm-hmm. So, you want to, like, say a little bit about yourself? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, no pressure. Also, don't get intimidated because there's a microphone here. It's literally just all of us having a conversation. Between all of our karaoke nights, it's honestly, like, it's, I'm... Yeah, I've Bella's pretty comfortable. Very comfortable with that. <laughs> that. Oh my gosh. Point okay. into the microphone. Well, okay, I have to start out by saying I I love women. I love them so much yeah. and we are so gifted and beautiful in so many different ways mm-hmm. and I think that I in some regard got too extreme in that yeah. because you know I think that there was a huge of course there was a huge movement on like woman empowerment and everything and that's beautiful like mm-hmm. God stood up for injustices and did all these things mm-hmm. it's just when it becomes to you know consume your head and make you think about things in the world and people mm-hmm. and your role as a woman that it starts to get too too extreme yeah mm-hmm. and so yeah that's good yeah. I love that that's I great. love that you started off by saying that you love women I love that. because that is the thing here is I think it's it's hard because you know while I don't have necessarily a super big um background in political feminism mm-hmm. like I think sometimes people see like the way that I view the world as like a conservative Christian and are like 
you hate women or like you know you are like you think that you know women the only job for women is like in the home and it's like wait wait a minute that's not no. what I'm saying like I no. love women I I take so much pride in being like a feminine woman oh and yeah. like that there's so much to celebrate there yeah. but again I think what you said is like then you if you t- come into too extreme like that view takes up takes over you like that yeah. can take you down a completely different path and like further you from like what true yeah. biblical feminism mm-hmm. is you know and then your actual femininity is yeah. like overridden with like these toxic ways of yes. doing femininity mm-hmm. and like having women above men in certain yeah. ways and that like we are the best we do things yep. the best we deserve we to hate men we things. don't we hate them yeah. mm-hmm. and stuff like that so I think that it roots from a good place but yeah. just like how mm-hmm. the devil comes into our lives and Absolutely. like you know it distorts the good things yeah. that God made us to be yep. yeah and so a lot of what I want to talk about mm-hmm. on this podcast this morning <laughs> is um, is from a podcast called Faithfully Feminine with Alice Helena, mm-hmm. and it kind of goes through what happened in the Garden of Eden, mm-hmm. um, modern feminism, and then um, kind of the nuclear family, yeah. and why it's important, mm-hmm. and why women should embrace all of their femininity, yeah. Yeah. so that they can be the best you know they can be in that way. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to get into that. Yeah, I get think in. we should get in. Get okay. in. Tell us about the Garden of Eden. So in Genesis 3.16, I'm using the LLT version, when Eden decided to eat the apple, or you decided to eat the apple, um, God says, and you will desire to control your husband, but he will rule over you. Mm. So literally, right when the fall happened mm-hmm. and Eve did the first sin, mm-hmm. the whole world, God literally warned us, like, you will desire yeah. to rule over your husband. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it says that. And it's, I think it's so amazing how no matter how much later we are in, you know, yep. gender, it's, you know, 2023, Scripture still aligns beautifully with what we're dealing with today. And yeah. it says yeah. this is what you're going to desire to do. Isn't that interesting, and, though, to, yeah. like, reflect on, like, yeah. from the beginning of time, women will constantly be trying to rule over men that was mm-hmm. one of the first things that god warns that we would feel wow <laughs> yeah sorry i'm slamming things i'm slamming I'm getting passionate guys getting i just passionate. if you know bella you know how her passion just is Lots so so intense movements and there's yeah. a lot of aggression and she's just so beautiful to look at i'm just like staring at her right now and i'm like oh i love yeah. when she talks oh let's get back into no, sorry <laughs> there's some little love for a woman here that we're um okay so i want to point out that verse because it is literally natural for our human flesh to mm-hmm. want to control. Right. It's natural. Yeah. And we want to, you know, kind of have these little controllings of our partner and like yes. we want to take over and question every decision that they're mm-hmm. making and do these things. Like that is natural, but natural isn't good. Mm-mm. That's not good. And so what mm-hmm. I want to point out and what I heard in this podcast is that it takes actual strength to submit to God and mm-hmm. resist the enemy. Yes. And I think that's so <laughs> underrated and not talked about because this the whole modern feminism movement is saying like, oh, strong woman, empower woman. Like we need to be, you know, overpowering in some ways mm-hmm. to, to kind of prove that we are, you know, meant to be in power. But this mm-hmm. is literally saying like, it takes strength to submit. Yeah to God and to your partner. Wow. And I think that's so beautiful. You're you're holding yourself back from wanting to control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's not a weak woman, you know, like that's not an insecure woman. No. It's saying like, whoa, I'm gonna trust that my my partner mm-hmm. is 
has my best interests in mind. And in this way, like, I'm okay with, you know, not needing to control every aspect of his life. And mm-hmm. I think that's beautiful. I love that, Bella. Yeah. And I think it's it's so crazy, too, to think about how this idea of, really, if we think about all of the injustices and the inequalities of the world, like, yes, well, we're never going to be perfect, right? There's always going to be injustice on oh, the side yeah. of eternity. That's yeah. never going to happen. But there's something that's so weirdly comforting about stepping into the, just the obedience of mm-hmm. surrendering to God's will and yeah. the design of feminine nature that it's like once you reach like political equality right like at the eyes of mm-hmm. the law it's mm-hmm. like stepping into like true biblical calling as a woman is so much easier than it is to like try to like counteract and like join the like violence of the mm-hmm. of the political movements if that makes yeah. sense you know your shift off yeah Jesus exactly you try and do all mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah exactly and I'm I'm going back to the bible like God is not a menist. Yes. He's he's both. He mm-hmm. created both. Like mm-hmm. Eve came from the rib of Adam. Yep. The most equal part of our bodies, mm-hmm. the center. Mm-hmm. Meaning God doesn't like he's not ordaining men to like be of a higher status of like divinity. Yeah. It's not like in other religions where it's like men are so clearly yeah valued over women and i know like our society and history especially has convoluted the purpose of women yep and i just think that if if we're not resolute in the purpose that god has created for women to be then of course we're going to overcompensate and like you Mm -hmm. said control your husband yeah because if you're not stepping into that purpose you're going to try to take that pur- yeah. that purpose absolutely from someone else. Mm-hmm. You know? And one thing that is always, and this is something that I've heard a lot of like feminists talk about, is this like this idea of like, well, Christians say that like wives need to submit to their husband, right? Like that's what the Bible says. Like I'm not submitting to him. Like I'm my own person. And it's like I used to get so mad about. Yes, that. I used to get so mm-hmm. mad. But what's crazy about this is God designed the feminine and masculine nature to be so different that yeah. they would just bring each other and magnetize one another, and that mm-hmm. they would complement one another. Yeah. The feminine the feminine qualities complement the masculine traits, right? And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. so by submitting to your husband doesn't mean that you're saying that he owns you, that he's no. going to just control you, but you submit to him because he is the masculine provider and the strength. Yes. You are the wisdom. You are the you are the receiver in that. And so it's like allowing yourself to take pride in that and just being proud of like stepping into that instead mm-hmm. of like viewing it as like he's trying to control you, you know? I think that's where we've really just thwarted the idea of what it really means to submit to our husbands. Yeah. I mean, none of us are married, but like we've, you know, preparing for marriage, like I think our world has lost sight of what true submit means and what true surrender means. Mm. You're surrendering your identity as like a single woman and like entering the covenant of marriage with a man that like God has prepared for you. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And you don't, he's not going to control you. He's going to honor you and uplift you because he is your provider and protector, you know? Yes, and especially, like, being at our age group now, like, we're not just gonna, you know, entertain a man that we clearly don't see eye to eye with. No. That tries to, you know, Mm -hmm. like, maybe have traits that he wants to control us in some way, in, like, a bad, Mm -hmm. negative way. Mm -hmm. Like, we are choosing someone that will have our best interests in mind. And men, just saying, they, we need them so much. And they need us just as much. Um, mm-hmm. They need our nurturing nature um, and our gentleness mm-hmm. and not us questioning their every move and every decision. Mm-hmm. Like, what a way to kind of, like, 
debunk their you know leadership as a as a man yeah. you know like mm-hmm. just like how we want to nurture and comfort and mm-hmm. love so deeply they want to protect and provide and lead to and yes. lead and mm-hmm. for us to be like oh why are you doing that why mm-hmm. are you doing that why mm-hmm. are you doing that it's like no like we're kind of like i don't know breaking down like their confidence yeah. as a man yeah. and then over time they're not gonna like feel you know this confidence or desire to care for Mm -hmm. us in this way because they feel so kind of like devaluated Mm -hmm. devalued yeah devalued this was one thing that came to me over the week that I want to add to that bell um and the way that I kind of like formulate my notes is I just go okay god like what is something that you feel is important for me to like broadcast on this Mm -hmm. and this was one of the things that just kind of like hit me is um says when you destroy biblical concept of womanhood you inevitably destroy the nuclear family and the nuclear family is necessary mm-hmm. um and what i mean by the nuclear family is the man is the head of the household yeah. the women submit to their husbands the men submit to god yeah and their role in society yeah. to be the provider that's a really really big responsibility Such a big that yeah. to to be a woman and to go, I can do everything and more than you can. That's a slap in the face to God's design mm, of men. Yeah. And yep. the nuclear family, you know, the way that God has designed children to be nurtured by their mother in a home. Like I, for example, I grew up in a nuclear family. My mom yep. um, didn't work for a plethora of reasons. And my dad was the main provider. Mm-hmm. And I know that sometimes that dynamic shifts at different times of people's yes. life. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. I'm not saying that you need to like hunker down but being a mother is the most important job yes that there can be mm-hmm. you're raising human beings yeah god's human beings yeah like that is that is a profession that's a career that's that's like so what's the word it just it it creates such a beautiful mm-hmm. dynamic mm-hmm. and boundaries for the power that women possess yeah god doesn't say you know, men be more powerful than your wives. No. No. He says, provide for them. Love mm-hmm. them like you would love the church. Yeah. And I think that's what it comes down to is like that true love and like true order mm-hmm. comes with those boundaries of yes. power and submission. Absolutely. Um, is there anything that you want to add to that within like modern feminism as we see it now and like how that kind of directs to like this biblical concept of of equality oh 100 percent um in so many ways i used to you know see men doing nice things for women and be like oh wow she can do that so for example like the most common example is men opening the door for someone Mm -hmm. that's so sweet like Mm -hmm. that is so kind and it's so simple and for women we've been like or not we it's you know, I've seen how modern feminism poisons the woman's mind into thinking that these beautiful, sweet, selfless things mm-hmm. get so distorted. Mm-hmm. And our initial thought is, I can do that by myself. And it's like, that, no, that's so that's so missing the point mm-hmm. of it's, yeah. a man and like his, mm-hmm. you know, selflessness mm-hmm. in that way. Mm-hmm. And it's it's almost like women assume that because men don't think that we can't do that no 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 they don't like perfect example like i'm gonna just give you guys a perfect personal example but for those that don't know like i recently entered a relationship and like the one thing that aiden gets so upset with me about (laughs) is like when i do open my door he's like wait i wanted to do that for you and i'm like 
Oh, like, I'm sorry. Like, I forget that, like, that's just, like, a small thing. But, like, it's so funny because it's not that he thinks I can't open my door Mm because I can't. It's more just the action of, like, wanting to just do a simple gesture. And court you. And court me. Yeah. And so what's crazy is I was in a gender and law class last semester, and we had a conversation about this of, like, why do men open the doors for us? Or, like, why do men walk on, like, the inside of the street? And, like, it was funny because, like, I sat back in that class period and, like, was while they were all talking and I was just, like, this is really hard for me to listen to because it was very much like, well, I can do that myself and I don't need a man to open my door. And why does the man have to walk on the side of the street? Because if a car hits us, it's going to hit both of us. And I'm like, hold on a second. Like also the historical like idea behind like what the man walking on the side of the street is like from the fifties, like those movies when like the car would drive by and they Mm -hmm. would hit the water puddle and it would hit the man and not the woman. Mm -hmm. Like it's them saying that like inevitable things are going to happen, but I want to shoulder that. I want to sacrifice my coat and being wet for for the fact that like, you're not going to get hit by water, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, I just feel that we as modern, like modern feminists are kind of trying to embody being a man because they think they can do it all. And I found this in scripture. I wanted to share this earlier, but like in Deuteronomy 22, five, um, it says a woman shall not wear a man's garment, nor shall a man put on a woman's cloak for whoever does these things. And is an is an abomination to the Lord, your God. Mm. And so it's like, we sometimes I think try to like shoulder and like try to take on the like persona of men, especially as like single women, I think sometimes because we want to be providers and like do these things for ourselves. Um, but I think that having the dichotomy between being like a true feminine and just being like a true, you know, beautiful woman and like really just being gentle and like not being like that strong leader, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, once a man does come into your life and brings those leadership skills, it's like you are your hearts just like mold together. Mm-hmm. Like they just blend together because you weren't trying to be some a man. Like, you know, does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it allows like their God-given traits to intersect so beautifully with yes. ours. Yeah. And it's not like we already like have those so it like clashes. Yes, Like there's absolutely. a reason why, you know, in a re- like the classic restaurant mm-hmm. example of like we need someone who like, you know, makes the food and then serves the food and yeah. then like the hostess, you know, like there's, yeah. there's specific roles for a reason so that you don't clash and mm-hmm. that you can work in this like amazing way. Yeah. So I think that's amazing. And I liked what you said. They're not assuming that we can't do it. Yeah. And I think this modern, you know, mindset of they're not looking down on us. No. They're not looking down on us uh-uh. like at all. They're just trying to be a gentleman. Um, so I love what you had to say about that. I think it's really, really important. Mm-hmm. Like, sorry, I just had a thought of like you saying men do not look down on women for their role Mm-mm. in any way, whether no. it's in the workforce or mothership or anything. Like, imagine if you were a pregnant woman and you're like, haha, you can't carry a child. You don't have a womb. Like, women yeah. don't do that to men. Yeah. Like, we have a huge responsibility and gift from the Lord to be able to bear children and create that intimacy mm-hmm. with a child. Like when a newborn baby is born, who does it go to first? The mm-hmm. mother's bosom. Like be, because they, they're naturally drawn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's such a gift and that's mm-hmm. such a wonderful responsibility that men will never have. They will never understand the intimacy and the the beautiful painful experience of growing a human within you Mm -mm. and imagine if all men today just started going actually no i can do that too and then they started finding some biological way to carry children yeah we would probably go extinct absolutely so god has created equality within Mm -hmm. people but like different roles what that made me think of sydney is 
this the idea too of like the modern boss babe right like the woman who works like the nine to five who does like the whole and then parents the kids Mm -hmm. and all these things I think what's crazy is we have placed so much value in like the type of careers we have and like the type of like jobs and like the money that we can bring that like not that you know being a woman and working is bad that's not what we're saying at all here like that's that's not what we're saying but we have almost placed so much value in like what you can bring into a home financially Mm -hmm. that we've lost sight of the gift that is being able to bear children Mm -hmm. and like mother and parent and like it is so cool to think about the fact that like yes men are the provider and like they might be the breadwinners in some nuclear families but femininity is wisdom personified like yes that doesn't have a price tag that doesn't have an income that doesn't have like you know if that doesn't have a bank account but like you are providing wisdom and comfort and and fulfillment into a family that like can we cannot lose sight of the value of that Mm -hmm. and like as women we are where life is created life is uplifted life is continuously provided for and it's like we it's just so important that we don't lose sight of how much that means to the world yeah that's great that's great. Yeah. Belle, do you have any other burning thoughts? Yeah. As you were talking, I had this idea, and maybe I won't, you know, find the exact answer mm-hmm. right now, but just to put it out there, um, I wrote in my notes mm-hmm. about the podcast, it's always about, like, feminism, modern feminism, it's always about having the right to choose until you choose the wrong option or mm. the housewife option. Yeah. And then, kind of bracketing off of that, I look at the world today and I'm like, Mm -hmm. there's so many things to do. There's so much to, you know, resolve and, you know, maybe lack of better word, fix. And I think that our lives, you know, we're called to minister and we're Mm -hmm. called to care for people Mm -hmm. and have empathy and work to make the world a better place. Mm -hmm. And then again, there was this, you know, way of saying like, but the housewife option, like, that's also so beautiful and yeah. so, so good. So I think I'm having, like, this internal tension of, like, wow, like, how to do both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In that yeah. kind of way. And that's just, that seems really difficult. But mm-hmm. having that equal respect for women that, like, don't decide to yeah. change the world. Yeah. You know? And, like, go out and do these things. Like, we, just, like, how feminism literally preaches, like, women decide, you have the right to choose and then X, Y, Z. Yeah women should also have an equal respect for choosing to stay at home and be a mother. Absolutely. And that, like you said, it's a beautiful, Mm -hmm. you know, career Mm -hmm. to be a mom and to raise your kids so beautifully. Like, in a certain way, I'm like, wow, if someone really has a desire to be a mother, what, like, that is amazing that you get Mm -hmm. to stay at home and raise your children. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's, that's perfect. Like, that sounds like an amazing life. So, in this way, kind of reshaping feminism to the way of, like, yes, loving women that decide to do all different things and that also includes staying at home and not working this really hard job or becoming a lawyer like you don't have to do that and if you do that's amazing and if you do that it's amazing but having the same respect for mm -hmm. both women Mm -hmm. that decide to do that yeah Yeah. what would you say for maybe someone listening to this that's like that's awesome but I didn't get the chance to have kids or that's awesome but I have a health diagnosis where I'm unable to have children or that's awesome but I'm 45 and single still um, and I have to be the breadwinner for myself. Mm. What would you say to, to that person that doesn't necessarily or hasn't been given the opportunity to experience the nuclear family? Hmm. That's, that's a really great question. The first thing that comes to my mind, I'd have to look up the exact verse, but mm-hmm. in the Bible it says that Eve was just immediately just mm-hmm. embodying a mother. 
without even having kids yet. Mm-hmm. Like she was a woman before she had kids, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. she had God made her from the rib of Adam mm-hmm. to nurture him, to comfort him, to yeah. give him that like emotional stability. Mm-hmm. And that was before she had kids. Yeah, like, true. She, she didn't need like, you know, yeah. like I mean, you know, start of the universe. But um in this way she her whole identity wasn't because she had kids yet. No. That's why the Bible started before that. And so I think that there's so many motherly qualities that you don't need to have children for, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think in that way. Yeah. And just loving the people that you're with. Like yeah. you don't need to be in a relationship to provide maternal instincts and to provide comfort. Like yeah. you can do that to your friends. You can do that to your family. You can do mm-hmm. that to your siblings and your parents. You know, you don't need to have your children of your own um, to be able to, to give life. Mm-hmm. You don't like there are so many relationships in my life that are so life-giving and they're not from, I mean, I love my mom, but I'm like, I, my friends pour, give me life. Like they give me life. Jesus gives me life. You don't need to necessarily have the ability to give life. Or even if you have the ability to give life and you just haven't given the opportunity, you know, maybe like Sydney said, you're 45 and you're single and you're asking God, why haven't you given me um, a husband? Why haven't you given me a family? Those are all things I wanted. God didn't promise us any of that. None of it. Yeah. But he did promise us a spirit of, of femininity and yeah. like how are you going to step into that yeah we can't because one day we're going to be in heaven without our kids our kids are going to be here on earth yeah. and if, if, if you have them you know and it's like how are you going to embody being a true full of life full of wisdom fem- feminine yeah without the accolades and epithets of being a mother or a wife yeah that's so good i have sorry i just when you were talking about life mm-hmm. that made me think what's the definition of Adam mm-hmm. and what's the name meaning of Adam mm-hmm. and Eve? The name meaning for Eve is life. Yeah. And the name meaning for Adam is earth. So it's like God made Adam, named him earth. God Eve made Eve, named life. her life. Yeah. Like the Lord has created women to give life. life. And that doesn't, it didn't say life, of other human it just says life it just life says life, in general yeah. and you can like you were saying like you can bring life to any room that you go yeah. into i have my mom's dear friend jen um she is a mother to me yeah and she does not have children she is a she is a mother to me yeah. and and she is the matriarch of of her own family mm-hmm. so i find that and then i find it interesting that god named adam earth yeah. Like, yeah, it sounds like if you look at it from a modern feminist perspective, what, he named him Earth, that's so powerful, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But, like, that's actually, it's just a completely different role. Earth, you tend to it, you farm, you work. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's what the purpose is that yeah. God gave. Men are working beings. Yep. Mm-hmm. And women are life-giving beings. Yeah. I, I don't find that to be undermining of women in any way at all. I think, if anything, we look at the Bible and we think, wow, the Lord loves his daughters so much that he's given them a very emotional and intelligent responsibility yes. oh, yeah. to continue life on earth mm-hmm. throughout generation after generation. Like, if, if you're listening to this and the only argument that you've ever had for, like, God doesn't like women is, like, oh, he made Adam first. 
He made he made the world and the animals and the sky and the planets before, before he, he ever humans. made humans. Yeah. So does it really matter what order no. it goes in? Not at all. He still gave us different purposes. Yeah. And it, even yeah. No, you go. You go. I was gonna say, and even so, now I'm not like offended by that. No. At all. No. And, and like I don't know. I just that that, that fact does not mm-hmm. bother me. No. no. It doesn't matter that the guy was made first. In my opinion, I I have so much confidence because of my faith now that stuff like that does not interfere no. with what I think God's plan or intention was mm-hmm. for me. And think of it this you know? way too, like in Genesis three when it talks about the creation of earth man Mm -hmm. the lord then said in a in a spark notes version there's something missing that's what i was just gonna say in the dirt and created a woman just gonna say it's like man was missing woman yeah it doesn't go in the bible god made man and then through evolution came another creature called woman Mm -mm. it's god knew that man was not to be alone therefore women are so important he needed a partner and i think what's so what's so lost in modern culture and modern marriages is the is the duality of knowing that you need every worker needs something to support him and so like these men can go home and then they come home and if their wives are not their wives if their wives are not able to be like emotional supporters then like the relationship is 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 Mm -hmm. gonna die but that's what's so beautiful about being wisdom personified is that God looked at Adam and said, okay, hold on. He's missing something. Mm-hmm. He's missing something that I can give him, but I want to give him while he's on earth. And he looked at that and said, it's Eve. He's mm-hmm. missing a wife. He's missing a, mm-hmm. a partner. Yeah. And like, he's missing a friend. And that's what I think is so beautiful is like, God made both of us, both of our natures so different, but they're equal in his eyes. Yeah. And so it's like, he he just knew something was missing in the same way that like I think it's so beautiful when he looks at the world and he's like what was missing each individual person brings so much diversity into this world but at the end of the day you strip away every piece of our identity all of the women are the same at the heart we're all supposed to be the partners of these men in our lives of our friends we're just partners we're friends and I want to speak again what you were saying about Eve and that word meaning life Mm -hmm. and I A passage comes to mind. It's 1 Peter 3, 3 through 4. It says, Your adornment must not be merely external, braiding the hair and wearing the gold, Mm -hmm. jewelry, or putting on dresses. But let it be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable quality of a gentle and quiet spirit, Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. is precious in the sight of God. Yeah. And I think that it blends so perfectly with what you were saying of how even if, you don't have kids that doesn't that doesn't mean you're any less of a woman at all it means that you have this gentle and quiet and loving spirit inside you that so desperately wants to pour out onto someone yes and whether that be your husband Mm -hmm. partner or whether that be children or whether that be just your parents whether that be your friends Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter who it is but you have this thing inside you that wants to come out so bad and that's your womanhood like that is biblical mm-hmm. womanhood in the bible yeah so i think yeah. we've lost sight of what true gentle strength is yeah. yeah what would you define gentle and quiet spirit to look like Ooh, i'd say um slow to anger yeah i'd say humble mm-hmm. i'd say you know not being offended by your husband's decisions yeah mm-hmm. um i'd say 
I don't know, taking time for people mm-hmm. in this kind of way, this gentle and quiet. I just think that does not mean weak and insecure. No. And no, I think no, that no. that gets so twisted. Yeah. It, gentle and quiet does not mean insecure and weak. It, again, points back to what I was saying in the beginning of it takes strength to have that in you. Yeah, it does. It takes so much strength mm-hmm. to not want to overpower, mm-hmm. you know, your loved one in that way. And so gentle and quiet, it means that you have this inward flourishing part of you that mm-hmm. just wants to, again, nurture. Yeah. And that could mm-hmm. be anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything that comes to mind with those words too? Yeah. Um, I and mean, that was like the perfect definition. No, I mean, that's but... why I'm like, I don't really know how to follow that. That was beautiful, Bella. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think... I think actually, if I'm being honest, I'm struggling with the word quiet Mm -hmm. because, and Mm. this is again, maybe something that in my femininity I've struggled with a little bit is that I am very loud. I am very bold. And something that I've recently been working on is I'm like, okay, wait a second. Like, is that something that I need to pull back from is like this, like kind of bold, confident energy. And, um, I'll wait to say, (laughs) okay. I was like, Cindy has an idea, but also I think again, it's more of the idea of like the spirit of my heart is my spirit gentle, quiet is my mm-hmm. spirit ready to receive, receive from the Lord, receive from the people in my life, receive from my future mm-hmm. husband. I think that's really where it is. It's not necessarily about, cause again, you guys know I'm a little bit out there. I'm a little bit mm-hmm. noxious and loud. And like, I think again, that's not something that I need to like shy away from, yeah. but I think I don't really have a definition. I think that was more of like a thought that came to my mind is like, wait a second. Is that something that is not as feminine? Yeah. Yeah, the the quiet spirit mm-hmm. in First Peter, the context of that is more so talking about the posture of like passion. Okay. That okay. comes out. Yeah. For example, feminist movements are as vast and loud and extreme as they are because they're trying to prove something. Exactly. You're not. Yeah. You have a quiet spirit. You might have a loud volume. Yes. <laughs> there we go. That's it. <laughs> but you have a quiet spirit yes. okay. because you're not trying to prove mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. You know your identity. Absolutely. You know yeah. who God has created you to be. Mm-hmm. So you're good. I We need loud women. Yeah. We need loud women. But where's that loudness being directed towards? Yes. And mm-hmm. I think when mm-hmm. it when it is being directed towards away mm-hmm. from the design that God mm-hmm. has created you to be, it's harmful. So the quiet spirit, I really just think it comes down to passion. Like it's not, God's not saying shut up. Yeah. He's saying just be still and like be confident. This is reinforcing confidence. Yeah. Yeah. And naturally when you do exercise that discerning spirit of, "Mm, should I say that? Mm, Should I believe that? Yeah. Then you're going to, God's going to give you those opportunities yes. to let that passion flow out. Absolutely. I've seen that in myself mm-hmm. because I've always been so like scared and whatever. And then the second we started doing this podcast, you're I'm like, just like fired Who's up. this fiery woman coming <laughs> I out? Her. But I love her. I love like, her. When, when you just wait on the Lord to give you yes. those opportunities, that's when like the Holy Spirit works through mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. So talking back to just feminine womanhood, Mm -hmm. um, even in the workplace and everything, go about every day with that quiet, gentle spirit that first Peter talks about. And, and God's going to encourage you to tap into your most Mm -hmm. feminine and powerful self, you know, that, that power that comes ultimately from the Lord to make a difference. Yeah. I think if someone was screaming in my face about feminism all the time, I would just tune it out. Yeah. But if someone was like, Hey, I've found that in the Bible, this is the way that feminine energy was supposed to be created and 
and cultivated, can I tell you about it? I'd be like, okay. Like, yeah. I would love that. So I think it, it's, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, just self-control. In a way, like, we are being screamed at. Yeah. Like, we are living in a world that is so perpetually loud about, like, women don't have enough rights, right? Like, women don't have enough opportunities as men. And it's like, I mean if I'm going to get honest with you guys here, like historically there has been true oppression. Like there has been true oppression. I mean, like, you know, obviously we're talking about all the waves of feminism. Like there have been genuine battles that women have to fight for. Yeah. Obviously clearly, hello, the right to, to franchisement, right? Mm -hmm. Like the right to vote. Like that's Mm -hmm. a true inequality injustice that women were like, okay, like, wait a second. I feel like we should have this. Yeah. Once we got that, we said, wait, hold on. That's not enough. We need more. We need more. We need more. That's why we're in our fourth wave of feminism right now. Mm -hmm. And what is this about? This is the, I hate men movement. This is the movement like we are more powerful, like we deserve more rights. And it's like, they're just yelling and screaming Mm -hmm. and it's making the women that do want to step into true femininity and do want to, like Bella said, stay at home, have that choice to stay at home. Mm -hmm. It's making them uncomfortable. It's making them Mm -hmm. feel like they're going against the grain. And it's just, again, crazy for me to look at what happened in the fifties where women who wanted to go to work were looked down upon because this was the the height of the nuclear family, right? Now we're shifting every woman's working and every woman who wants to stay at home and raise kids is like, wait, I feel like this isn't right. Like I'm getting talked down upon. I'm getting Mm -hmm. told that I'm less than. Um, And so I think what you said, Sydney, is so beautiful. It's like if we just, if every woman quieted their passions and quieted their desires, but spoke out with a delicate confidence, Mm -hmm. I think we would be in a different place. You're so right. You're so right. And that's a place that I'd love to chip in. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to give equal attention and representation to a lot of feminist writers and a yes. lot of feminist women yeah. that aren't loud mm-hmm. and that use their anger creatively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, you know, a huge part of why I'm so grateful to be on here is because it's not like I'm just like not feminist now. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of what I learned and felt and experienced that I'm blending, mm-hmm. you know, of course, biblical femininity, it, it goes along with a lot of yeah. the things that I've learned in the past few years. and. In that way, I want to bring attention to a book. It's called We Should All Be Feminists. Mm-hmm. Um, it's by Chimamanda Adichie. And this book is so beautifully written because mm-hmm. she does not speak about like feminism and feminist movements in this, in this loud way. Mm-hmm. It's beautifully written. It's creative anger. It's her telling her story. Yeah. It's her oppression that she faced. Mm-hmm. And throughout the book, she says... I never thought I was a feminist because feminists hate men. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, okay, I'm going to, throughout you know, the next few years, I'm going to add to the word feminist. So, for example, the first thing that she experienced was, I'm a feminist that does not hate men. And then she was like, wait, why is there a stereotype that feminists grow out all of their body hair? So then she was like, I'm a feminist that doesn't hate men and doesn't grow out all my body hair and so she was building on this word feminist cool. from what That's she was actually experiencing yeah. and so I really really want to bring light to the fact that like feminist movements aren't always loud and angry and mm-hmm. in your face and saying we need to you know like what we were just saying like we need to overpower men it's really like there's so much equal like mm-hmm. there's a lot more arguments for the other side it's just not talked about mm-hmm. so and that diverse voices in America, er, diverse voices in women's rights class that I took up, Poyama, yes. um, 
it gives all these books from women that use their anger creatively and quietly yeah. and humbly, just like the Bible says too. Yeah. And so there is still a lot of need for women's rights yeah. and, and these things. So I don't want to dim that at all. Um, something that I also learned in the class was this term coverture, mm, which you yes, probably know. I know all about, <laughs> all about that. <laughs> and so what that means in kind of like a brief way is that women had no legal status mm-hmm. unless they were married to someone. Mm. So they couldn't vote. Like they had ownership or their husband owned their yes. legal status. Mm-hmm. So they did not exist as a legal person mm-hmm. outside of marriage. Mm-hmm. And so bringing that to light, bringing the fact that that's not okay, like yeah. that's not okay. And there's a need for, you know, woman empowerment in that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just not in this modern mm-hmm. feminism, extreme mm-hmm. way. Be- and yeah. so yeah. in that way, we need that term, that fact that it exists is just like, oh, yeah. so gross. And then just voting rights. And then another thing I want to bring up that I'm not saying that any of this is okay. Like, in fact, like this this biblical feminism says to, you know, have this role as a woman, but also it doesn't give men, like we don't, like by submitting to our husbands, we don't give men a pass to abuse their authority. No. 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 And that's something I really, really want to highlight is that, yeah, we don't give them a pass to do any of that. Um, and that's where I think it gets confused. For example, if uh, there's this thing called the male gaze, mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's when they, you know, they look at women and objectify them and women, you know, initially are like, whoa, 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 and like, that's okay. That male gaze is a lustful thing and that's not okay and that's Mm. not tolerable. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know, just kind of bringing to light that like, we're not giving men a pass to abuse their authority. No. It's an equal thing. It is. Women and men have an oath to each other on both sides, mm-hmm. um, and both needs to uphold that that Absolutely. standard and that side. Yeah. So again, just kind of bringing to light that there are things that men do that we do need to speak out against, mm-hmm. but it's not everything. Mm-hmm. It's not like we need to just rewrite what yeah. a man is, yeah. what a woman is. And I love that you say that. There are still things that can be worked on, right? But we also need to recognize that women and men are both human beings that are both sinful in nature. Men might do stuff that make us uncomfortable and women also need to look at, okay, wait, how can we also better ourselves? Yeah. Not for our, not for our marriage, not for ourselves, but how can we better ourselves for God? Yeah. Um, and I, again, I love the hierarchy that you brought at the beginning. We're not necessarily on a, it's not a, like a pyramid, right? It's not women, men, then God, right? Like it's more of a triangle. We submit to men, men submit to God. Mm-hmm. God is then able to speak to both of us. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's um, good. But I just love that idea. Men aren't just sitting here in their authority and they're the mm-hmm. higher power. They have to submit to the Lord. And within that also mm-hmm. comes the fact that they're not going to be able to overabuse their authority on yeah. us. Yeah, 100%. Just wanted to bring light to that. I love I that, love Bella. Thank you. That. Yeah. Um, the words that kind of came to my mind is that submission is not a synonym for slavery yes no and sin uh, and submission is not a synonym for being a pushover Mm-mm. Mm-mm. it's Mm-mm. it's actually quite the opposite yeah. and another thing that i i want to bring up this isn't really like going off of that but another thought that i had when you guys were talking about this is that everything that has been distorted mm-hmm that once was God's word yes. and is now being taken out of context for these historical mm-hmm. uh, tragedies, honestly, of women being oppressed and slavery and all of these different things. 
by men is ultimately the devil convoluting his message yep. and distorting the way that people see themselves mm-hmm. from the way that God created mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. We saw that through our soul food series. Yeah. Um, the, the enemy doesn't really have a necessary... He does not have power over the decisions that you make. You make those decisions. Yes. We as human beings, as sinful human beings, have created history that has ultimately we've looked back upon and cringed at. Mm -hmm. That was not the devil's doing. What the devil did was took scripture and poisoned it and fed it to us. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's so important to go back to reverent translations of the Bible and see really what does God intend for women? What was God's design and how did we fall away from that? Because the devil's going to get into any crevice he can to make us wonder, oh, if I'm a man and, and, and it says in the Bible, wives submit to your husbands, then that gives me a right to mm-hmm. abuse. That gives me a right to emotional abuse. Yep. That gives me a right to not come home. And to work and to do things that I want to do. And, you know, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say, Yay, I love men. I love all men. I love everything that they do. And I think that we should submit to them in every certain way. There's been terrible, terrible, terrible men in our society. Yes. That have given feminists the right to be angry. The, yeah, exactly. I want to say that that exactly. is important. Like, feminine anger is important mm-hmm. because of what history has done yes. to us. Especially in America. I mean, I, I think it's it's really important to see that, but also to remember men is not the enemy. The enemy is the enemy. Mm-hmm. Yes. And do not put men on this platform that needs to be burned at the stake, yep. but that they need to be reinforced. And ultimately, women get strong in your understanding of yeah. scripture, get strong in your spiritual walk with the Lord, because mm-hmm. men sometimes, they're working so hard and they're providing so much that... It can be really hard to have a relational intimacy with yes. God, mm-hmm. with your career, with your wife, with your kids, with your friends. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. And I know women also have that same yes. concept, but I've seen it with my parents as well. My mom has been so mm-hmm. awesome in reinforcing our family's dynamic yeah. under the govern of scripture Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm not saying that my dad's faith hasn't been his own it totally has we've Mm -hmm. had conversations about this but he will always go back to your mom was so awesome for me yeah Mm. she was such a rock in my life while i was traveling while i was in this secular world of trying to provide and give money to my family like we as women also have a a really awesome and important role Mm -hmm. to be strong in our faith and to and to help the people that we love be reinforced in that Mm -hmm. i love that sydney that That makes me no that makes me think of something and i really want to kind of hear your guys' thoughts on this i've been hearing a lot in the christian like dating world and these things that like you need to find a man who is your spiritual leader your spiritual like he's going to be the one to propel you into like i don't know if you guys have been hearing those things but like find a man who's like the rock of the faith that like kind of nudges you under and i don't i've been having a very i mean i don't believe that because i think at the end of the day like two people need to know the lord so intimately that that way when they come together they just help each other both find the lord even further Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day you need to love jesus more than you love your spouse like that's just point blank period Mm -hmm. but i've really been hearing that a lot and i feel like 
I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like that again, I think is kind of taking away the power from women because it's like, wait a second, like we're both supposed to be both equally spiritual, like right, equally Mm -hmm. yoked. Um, And I don't think it should be one person's job to bring the other person closer to God. I don't know. Have you guys heard that in like Christian dating like before or no? Because kind of. Okay. Well, I just was going to say, because I think that's beautiful that you said my dad was like in this, like, you know trying to live as a Christian in the secular world of being the breadwinner of providing balancing all those relationships but then having a wife at the end of the day who can come to you and reinforce you with like the way the Lord loves you and reinforce you with like the truth that is a beautiful thing and our world doesn't celebrate that and so I just love that you brought that up because I think that really debunks this common myth that men need to be the spiritual heads of the household not necessarily Jesus is a spiritual head I said it's a triangle he is at the top you two are both on the corners like it's not I don't know. I just, that yeah. made me think of that. We shouldn't elevate either sex to be something that we no. depend on. It's, no. It's ultimately Jesus. Mm-hmm. But that other person could be a gateway to yes. get you to Absolutely. that intimacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I think if, if we really said men need to be this patriarch yes. of spiritual wisdom and uh, financial management yeah. and all of these we're things. We're setting them up for failure. Like we're, that's... A, we're setting them up for failure. B, we're worshiping them. Yes. And C, then all men should have a pastoral leadership. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case. Mm-hmm. And that will never be the case. Yeah. Because God has gifted men with many different qualities. In and the same way he's strengths. gifted women with many qualities and strengths. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, I just, it made me think of that. So I want to hear Bella talk so bad. Yes, Bella, can you tell <laughs> so us your bad. story? Oh my gosh, my story. Just tell us a little bit of like you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Um, Just in two bullet points. Yeah. I think that Wow, I've learned so much this yeah. past few years. And I want to bring attention to the fact of something really cool. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. Um, I've never honestly felt more empowered as a woman mm-hmm. as I do now yeah. because mm. of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's after kind of being, like, super into this, like, media, like, mm-hmm. woman, like, feminism thing. Yeah. Like, I've never felt more empowered as a woman Absolutely. as I do now, mm-hmm. which is so it seems so like simple but to someone that you know was so in the media and Mm -hmm. so doing all these things like right I I feel most fulfilled now like it's not about being loud and rude and offended Mm -mm. that's that's not where you find it yeah yeah so I want to bring attention to that and I think that a huge reason why why I was super blinded to the truth of you know biblical Mm -hmm. womanhood and femininity is because of the own sin that I was participating in and experiencing mm-hmm. like without like getting too far into yeah. it that's just kind of what my story looked like yeah. and I wasn't able to kind of understand and process mm-hmm. a lot of the truth because right. of what I was choosing to do mm-hmm. with my life um and also I've kind of understood that we were talking about being like a boss babe earlier yeah and when you put all the pressure on yourself yeah to be a boss babe then you put all the pressure on yourself to be a boss babe. Yeah. Like, why would, like, that's so much pressure. You're like, adding to the stress. You're, you're adding to the stress. Like, oh my gosh, like, I don't want to carry that. Mm-mm. Like, I don't want to carry that. I want to minister to people. I want to love people well. Yeah. Like, and then that kind of brings up this question of how do you define success right now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, like, what do you, what do you think success is? Do you think it's like, you know, and this, like I said, this is not, like, inherently bad. No. But, like, do you think success is, like, being a lawyer and, like, making a ton of money and, like, mm-hmm. buying a home and, like, living there in there by yourself? Yeah. 
that's so cool. Like, I think that's that's amazing. amazing. I could never do that. I could never do that. That's crazy. That's awesome. But it's like, is that how you're defining what success looks like in your life? I don't know. That that really stands out to me in this way of like, yes, like, go to school, go to work, and like, and like, get the good job, and you know, do all these amazing things in the world. And that's not inherently bad. I think that's actually like amazing if you can Mm -hmm. do that. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just in this way of like, is that what you're seeking? Is that like, is what you're living for worth Christ dying for in that way? Mm -hmm. And I think that's like what you said maybe on your, when your first episode is what you're living for worth Christ dying for. And you know, is you becoming this boss babe worth Christ dying for you? Like, Yeah. yeah. Why did he do that in the first place? It's not Absolutely. for you to buy a house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, that's a, that's so cool to think about, like, buying a house and, you know, supporting yourself. But at the end of the day, that means nothing in his eyes. It means absolutely nothing. And so, in that way, just reshifting my definition of success yeah. as a woman and, like, what that looks like internally yeah. versus mm-hmm. externally. Um, and... I have kind of three points that I want to brush on, but I'll ask, I'll go through them, um, and then I'll start at the top again and ask you guys what you think about it. So, kind of reinstating, one, a biblically feminine woman needs strength. Mm -hmm. She needs it so bad. Mm -hmm. Um, In this way, you know, reinstating, it's natural to want to control, um, so you need strength. Mm -hmm. A biblically feminine woman needs strength. Two... You are fully understood by Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I really, really want to get into that one because I read that in my devotional the other day and I felt so overcome with peace and love and I felt so overwhelmed. Like good. these past few years, I've actually experienced myself like crying tears mm-hmm. of joy. And that never has happened to me wow, before. Belle. And mm-hmm. that was just kind of one of those moments you are fully understood by Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so I want to say to any of the women or men, whoever's yeah. listening on here, that um, you can rejoice in the relief of being fully understood. Yeah. <laughs> I that wish you guys could have seen her face when she said that. <laughs> that was just pure peace and joy. And I love her. I'm taking that from my devotional I'm reading right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I read that, I was like, Jesus knows. Mm-hmm. Like, he knows what it's like like what our experience as a woman has been like. Mm -hmm. He knows that. And so, again, kind of reinstating to the woman or men listening, like he understands your insecurities and any kind of, you know, harassment that you've ever faced. Um, He understands the pressure and you are fully understood by him. And so, yes, while injustices are good to speak out about, like he knows and he's a just God Mm -hmm. and you will see a victory in your life, whether it be this external victory or just like your spirit finally feeling rest for once. Yeah. I don't know. And just content with the calling that you're fulfilling Yeah, and not needing more and not needing needing a better job, not needing to be the breadwinner. Yeah. Like you're fully understood. And that's, that's, that's Mm -hmm. it. Um, and then three, um, was show your internal beauty to the world, not just your externals. Mm -hmm. And that goes along with what we were talking about earlier with, you know, having these, you know, this heaven is in you Uh and like God has planted seeds of heaven in you to like flourish and reach people. So in that kind of way, reinstating one more time, one, we need strength as women. Mm -hmm. We need to pour into other people with our strength. Two, you're fully understood by Jesus. Mm -hmm. And three, show your internal beauty to the world. I love that. It's perfect. Yeah. That's perfect, Bella. Yeah. Summing it up. Do you guys have any thoughts? 
I don't have any thoughts other than the fact that I just want to thank you. Like Mm -hmm. you brought so much truth over the women and the men that might be listening to this. And I just want to say like, especially just within the past few years of our friendship, like watching you like figure out your faith and like, well, we've all been figuring it out. Like Mm -hmm. you have stepped into such bringing it back gentle confidence that is so beautiful to live with and witness Mm -hmm. um and for you to be able to like come on here today and just like share that and kind of talk about how god has transformed your heart um i really see you as a true feminine woman and i just i love you for that so Mm -hmm. thank you for sharing um i learned so much from you today and i'm just so thankful to be to be your friend thank you guys for having me absolutely sid any thoughts yeah i was taking a couple notes while you were talking about Mm -hmm. And the first one I wanted to reemphasize and kind of go into that and thank you for that wisdom is you said natural isn't good. I wrote that down too. <laughs> yeah. I wow. was like, wow. Because that was great. <laughs> natural doesn't necessarily mean God-given. Mm-mm. It means our fleshly desires. Mm-hmm. What's natural to our human sinful nature. Which is easier. <laughs> Which is easier. And, and of course it feels natural to walk in a parade of course it feels natural to get around people and to get angry about policy and all these things but is that really where god wants us so i i just love that you said that that. um kind of reinforcing your uh first point you said it it takes physical strength to submit um submit to what submit to your husbands submit to the role that god's created Mm -hmm. for you as a Mm -hmm. woman submit to emotion yeah feel it Mm -hmm. Feel those things that you as a woman were created to feel. Yeah. All of that I think is is really awesome because we're getting into a culture where women are trying to become men. Yeah. And men naturally don't feel the same emotions that women do. Yeah. So I bet there's a lot of su- oh, suppress suppressing of emotion within our society as yeah. women. Um, and then the the third one you said gentle and quiet does not mean weak and insecure. just that was great because you know we had an episode on um oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh um what's it called when you're like introverted versus oh yes okay um and like we live in a society that says you got to be extroverted to be successful yeah and and to be heard and and to be understood people Mm. would take that verse and say well that's going against this extroversion society Mm -hmm. where it's not even in the same context yeah you can be an you can be an extrovert and have a quiet and gentle spirit. Mm-hmm. It's this. It doesn't matter how social or out there you are Mm-mm. as a woman that will make you successful or fulfill mm-hmm. the role that you've been put in. Yeah. It's where's your heart? Where's yeah. your soul? What are you pouring into when you're alone? Mm-hmm. What are you pouring into when you're with a bunch of people? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those things were just awesome. Bella. Those were great, Belle. And um, I definitely feel the need to just reemphasize Ephesians 20 says there is no room for oppression within mm-hmm. men and women. Yeah. There's no room to create a hierarchy or um, give more emphasis into women than there is into men. We are equal. Mm-hmm. And why? Because God made Eve from the rib of Adam. Mm-hmm. And that's, we got it. Yeah. The creation story is, it just pours into literally any topic that you could want it to so i'm really glad that you like brought in genesis 3 yeah and um yeah kind of like what you were saying about bella like we've just seen you um not that you never like not that you are now having a quiet spirit but i remember like when i had first met you there was like this 
underlying like boiling sensation of like wanting justice which was like good it was really good and like I love that your drive for sustainability and the environment because those are ultimately things that you know God wants us to honor and cultivate and honor is keeping our world clean Mm -hmm. and um you know respect it respect the gift um and also you were passionate about feminism (laughs) and I think I remember being like huh, she loves the Lord, but I just feel like this doesn't quite line up with God's design, you know? And, like, <laughs> so I was going to mention this earlier, but, like, we are, like, literally running from F the patriarchy, as Taylor Swift would say. No, and like, running away running from, from it. from it. And Belle used to say that. like All the time. <laughs> All the time. Belle used to say that. So it's, so like, much. it's been so awesome to see how you've, changed in your walk with God and how not only like it's it's not like you had this big like revelation no it was just slowly through time as you like came and sat at this table every morning and like did your devos and Mm -hmm. read your bible that you go actually that doesn't really interest me anymore actually I'm kind of agreeing with this like this gradual like maturity has -hmm. just been like so cool to see in you so that's what I'm going to end with is those three things that you said. Yeah. And I love those three that you gave us too. So. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. Absolutely. So this was an amazing episode. It and really was. Yeah. Thank you again just for sharing your story and all of all of the wisdom in your heart. So yeah. we love Thanks you. Thanks for including me and yeah. for uplifting me. And you guys show your motherly traits to me and the way that you've ministered to me these past few years. Mm-hmm. And like, I know that we all, you know, were in a certain situation of like growing and refining yeah. and mm-hmm. like, you know, redefining certain things. Yeah. So, but I just, you guys have shown your, like that motherhood to me and mm-hmm. those ways and extended such grace and like, I don't know, so understood, yeah, I felt so understood by you guys. So mm-hmm. I just see so much, like I say, you guys are fun and feminine. I love it. There is no better words to be described as, honestly. Like, <laughs> I, think, I think that it's is so fun and feminine. When Camden got me the pair of earrings for Christmas, she's like, I saw them and they reminded me of you because they were quaint and feminine. And I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Quaint. Um, quaint is a great word. I love that word. Bella? Yeah. Do you want to pray us out? I really want I would to. Love. I didn't know you were going to ask Oh, me. yeah, we're going to ask you. Oh, I, just, I love you guys. And we Jesus love you. so much. Can we hold hands? Yes. I was My hands are kind of like sweating right sure. now. But. <laughs> uh, Lord Jesus, we come before you. Um, thank you so much for the wisdom that you've provided, um, Ashley and Sydney and I, as we continue to discover new ways to embody the feminine woman that you created us to be, Lord. Thank you for constantly giving us a readiness mindset Mm -hmm. to explore those different you know seeds of heaven within us that you really really want to bloom and flourish lord so thank you so much for womanhood and you know counsel and just for the opportunity to always be growing always be sharpening and lord i just thank you so much that um sydney and ashley have created this podcast to minister to men and women that are struggling with similar things lord so Mm -hmm. you are you are so good you are so perfect and you are a just god um so i thank you and i thank you for these women and in jesus name amen amen Amen. it was like the post praise (laughs) yeah all of the pieces came out Uh, well thank you guys so much for listening this was such a fun time with you Bella. that was amazing um let us know if you took something from this if your mindset 
maybe has been altered by this episode. If you have any recommendations for things that you would like for us to talk about, that would be fantastic because mm-hmm. we're not really here. I mean, we've, me and Ashley, we have been receiving so much from this. Um, but ultimately, yeah. this is for you. And if there's topics that you're like, hey, I'd really love to hear about this, then then let's let, let's talk about that. DM us at The Real Claim Podcast, and we will see you next week. We will see you next time, guys. Well, remember that you should go to the dollar <laughs> store and go purchase a kazoo and or, taunt your neighbors with it. Or maybe you should make some homemade blueberry pancakes. Mm-hmm. Or even huckleberry pancakes if you have the means oh, for that. I want huckleberry ice cream. Oh, On that note, we love you guys. See you next week. <laughs>